Oh, boy. I don't know. Ween Dog, how is this podcast going to go today? I don't, I don't really know how it's going to go. Because today was a long day. Ween Dog, you know, you were here all by yourself with Sadie Dog for 13 and a half, 14 hours. That's a long time to be by yourself. But I came home. And uh, I let you guys outside, and you didn't seem to poop or pee in the house anywhere. That's a fucking good thing. I haven't gone upstairs yet. That's where Sadie Dog likes to poop. So we'll find out soon enough if you guys took a shit in the house. I can't be mad at you, though. It's my own damn fault. But hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy. Just trying to be less of a cunt. Just trying to be less of a cunt. Uh, And yesterday, uh, I was less of a cunt. Do you guys believe in karma? I used to believe in karma. I don't really believe in karma anymore. I can't because... uh, Bad things still happen to good people, that kind of thing, you know? I still believe that you should do good things, but I don't really think that karma exists in that capacity. Like, oh, I will do good things, and then good things will happen to me. It doesn't fucking work like that. You should do good things because you should do good things. And if everybody does good things, then better things happen in everybody's lives, right? Fuck yeah, it's that simple. Uh, But yesterday, I went and I mowed that lawn. That lawn around the corner for me, that lawn that was just getting hellacious and high, and uh, it was awful. And uh, that's the home where, within the last year, the the people who lived in that house had their house shot up twice. And uh, last week they got evicted. And uh, before they got evicted, I was thinking of just like knocking on their door and asking them if I could mow their lawn. But then this this is where my hesitation came from. And you guys tell me this, if, if I was being stupid in my thought process. But uh, I would say, like, I'm white. I'm pretty mayonnaise white. You guys all know that. And the people who lived in the house were African American. And that's nothing, necessarily, right? But it is part of the story, for me at least. Because I'm thinking, as I, if I go over there, and these are not people that I know. I, I, I walk past the house, and, and I'll see them because uh, they kind of like sit in their garage or they did used to sit in their garage and they would just like grill and smoke weed and uh, drink beers and just hang out, you know, not causing a problem or nothing, but just kind of like chilling and whatever. And, you know, I'd walk past with the dogs and wave at them and whatever. And there you go. And, um, but I'm thinking to myself, what are the optics on me as a white man knocking on their door going, Hey, can I mow your lawn? I will do it for free. Now, do they think, oh, fuck, yeah, man, I'll take this guy up on it. Do they think that? Or do they think, who is this motherfucker thinking he's better than us, going to mow my fucking lawn? He doesn't think I can mow my fucking lawn? Who the fuck is this motherfucker? Does he think my lawn looks like shit? I do. But fuck him if he thinks my lawn looks like shit. So I was having this weird internal conversation and conflict 
going in my head, and that was what was preventing me from going over there. But now that I know that nobody's fucking living in the house currently, I can go over there and just mow it, and I did. I went over there and I mowed it. It was the grass was so long my my mower actually stopped like three or four times because it was just thick and high, kind of like my dick. Uh, so I had my earbuds in and I was just mowing and I'm just like, just mow, just mow. Because at the same time, I'm also fearful that someone's going to come over and go, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm just mowing this motherfucking lawn, motherfucker. But no one did. No one did. It was all good. I mowed and then I just walked home and we're done and done. And we'll see what happens. A lot of people were eyeballing me though. And I don't know if they were thinking, like, why did it take you so long to mow this lawn? Like, I'm the fucking landlord or some shit. Or they, maybe they were thinking, ah, oh, fuck, finally. Someone has come here and fucking taken charge of this shit. And hopefully that. I'll fucking mow it again. I don't care. I need to mow my neighbor's lawn. He, he has not mowed his lawn in uh, ever, <laughs> or at least this year. I know one summer, the guy who lived in the house, he was uh, mowing the lawn with a weed whacker, <laughs> an electric weed whacker. And I was like, ah, oh, fucking Christ. The, the, when I moved into this house, there was a family in there. It was uh, the parents, and it seemed like four kids. And I, like, never saw the parents. I always saw the kids. I only knew the dad was home because he drove for FedEx, and he would have the FedEx truck there. I know one of those big, like, UPS-type trucks. And I'd see the kids all the fucking time. All the time. They would be in my yard, and I didn't give a shit. I'm not one of those neighbors that cares. My lawn, don't ever think that uh, you need to keep up with the McAllisters, because you don't. My lawn is just green, and it's mowed. And I can't even guarantee that it's green, because I don't like to water my lawn. I think that's a waste of water. It's nice to look at people's yards that are nice and lush and green. And I'm like, going, ah, that's too much fucking effort. I don't care. I like to look at it. I don't want to fucking deal with it. I would turn my front yard into AstroTurf if I could. You'll fucking paint numbers like it's a goddamn football field on it. It'd be the greatest of all time. But the, the kid, I saw the kids grow up. They were from like elementary school all the way like they graduated through high school. And I know one of the daughters, she fucking got knocked up early and had a kid of her own. But then suddenly they just moved out like two years ago. I don't know where the fuck they went. I never really, I never once talked to the adults. It's just weird. And then there's been this weird fucking revolving door of people living in the house next door. I think maybe it was purchased by uh, Bethany Christian Services would be my guess. I could be wrong. But it just seems like there's this constant stream of immigrant families that have moved in. And I have zero problem with that. But it just seems as though they don't know how to... They're not accustomed to the um, American expectations of like just taking care of their lawn. Because like the guy next door, like there's garbage in his lawn. I'm like, fuck me, man. Fuck, I don't care what the inside of your house looks like. I never have to look at that. I got to look at the outside of your house. I got to look at your fucking yard. So when people go, hey, you know, it's your yard. You could do whatever. I'm like, no, fuck you and fuck your mom. Right? 
It's not that way. You share. It's shared with the community. And hence my going and mowing that other fucking lawn because it was fucking awful. It was fucking awful. So this morning was an early day for me. It was a, I had to be at work at 6, and then I worked 13 and a half hours today. It was a long fucking day. And there were many problems with it, which I will get to, but that's fine. Um, but on my way to uh, the first stop, I get a, 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 face, a Facebook Messenger phone call. Have you guys gotten Facebook Messenger phone calls? Um, and I saw it, and I looked at it, and it was a girl that I knew, but then there were like three or four other people that I had no fucking clue who they were. So I'm like going, did someone just do something fucking dumb? Like, just accidentally added me to this group chat? Because I don't know any of these people. I knew one one out of the five. So I'm like, ignore. Like, what? I don't know what the fuck this is. So then the girl calls me back individually. And I, and I answer. And I should not have, but I answered. And I was, you know, I was like, oh, what's going on? I was like, what was up with that weird message? Like, she has my phone number. So I don't understand why she's just not calling me on her phone and why she's doing it through Facebook Messenger. There's way too many ways to get a hold of people nowadays. But um, she says, she's like, oh, my friend, whatever her friend's name was, Brianna. My friend Brianna was feeling sad, and I thought maybe you could make her laugh. And I was kind of stunned by that comment because I'm like, what am I, a fucking dancing monkey to you? Like, I'm on command. I'm just going to fucking roll with the jokes and roll with the funny. So I actually said to her, I was like, am I a fucking clown to you? And she's like, oh, I just thought she, she's feeling depressed. I'm like, I don't fucking know her. It's like, no, I'm not going to do this. And I and I kind of I abruptly hung up because I I was pretty angry. I was angry about it. I was angry at the expectation from this person, thinking that I could just make someone else who I don't know and probably have never met and don't know anything about what the fuck's going on, that I can fucking just turn on the goddamn chuckles. Right? Like, none of you probably, like, I don't know, you're a mechanic and someone doesn't, like, hey, uh, my buddy's having a, a car issues. Can you just come over here and fix his car? I know you're a mechanic. I think you should do it. No, you fucking, you pay the mechanic. You you get paid for your services. My buddy who sewed those patches on my jacket, I paid him. He's a buddy of mine. But he did a fucking service for me and I paid him. So if you're asking me to fucking entertain someone, fucking goddamn pay me. What the fuck? It really, it, it stuck with me longer than it should have. But that's kind of how angry and frustrated I was by the thing. Like, where, 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 what the fuck? Like, where do you get off asking me to do this nonsense? And you're just fucking... You're not even asking me beforehand. There's just this expectation of like, hey, we called you. Now tell some jokes. Go fuck yourself. I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not a goddamn yes man or whatever. I'm not a goddamn yes man. Uh, so last night, I had. Uh, it was a long day for me yesterday too, doing shit. And uh, I ended up watching 
I started to watch that show on HBO Max, uh, Mayor of Easttown, I think that's what it's called. Have you guys watched it? Have you heard of it? Apparently it's uh, Kate Winslet plays a cop, and they got all this the Pennsylvania accent, and that's where it takes place in some podunk town in Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are enthralled by it. And I was watching it, and uh, it just didn't stick with me. I tried. It didn't stick with me. Maybe I'll need to go back to it, but it just was not working for me. And so I threw on the good old standby classic for Mr. Stu McAllister. I flipped on uh, Avengers in Infinity War. Uh, that movie is goddamn fantastic. I have watched it so many times, but I will go back to it because there is a level of comfort in it, even though, you know, I know all the lines and everything else, and it's, you know, I don't think I'm picking up anything new anytime I watch. But uh, I just fucking love it. And I, got, I didn't get into an argument, but I got into a discussion with Jamie about the Avenger movies because she hated it. She, and the only reason she hated it is a spoiler alert, everybody. Half of the Avengers died at the end of the movie, right? If you haven't seen it, it's your own fucking fault. But half of them died, and she didn't like the fact that they died. That movie was fan-fucking-tastic up until the people did die. Yes, when I saw it originally, I was like, oh, what the fuck is happening here? But it made me go, what the fuck is happening here? And it left me wanting more because it left me with a sense of dread and anxiety. I'm like, ah, I can't fucking end like this. Like, you know that there's going to be another one and things get rectified in, in Endgame. But she felt Endgame was better than Infinity War. And I'm like, no fucking way. I mean, Endgame had the, the, the happy ending. Where, you know, the good, good triumphs over evil or Infinity Wars, evil triumphed over good. Well, Infinity War was just a better movie. So I posted it on the Twitter page for the Elemental Podcast, the poll. Probably by the time you see this, though, the poll will probably be over. But a little bit of an argument. I don't know. Give me your thoughts. Which one do you prefer? You better say Infinity War. That's all I'm saying. I, to be perfectly honest, I think it's Infinity War then the first Avengers, then Endgame, and then Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was the one when I saw it in the theater. I was like, ah, this isn't good. It isn't good. But I've watched it since, and I've reflected upon it, and it's it's good. It's It, it, it has its points. It has its place in Marvel lore. And there you go. Uh, I sent out the Jart shirts. Uh, thank you to everybody who uh, purchased Jarts. Or if you're a Patreon member, you got a Jart shirt. Uh, if you, apparently a lot of people were getting them today, which is fan-fucking-tastic. I dropped off a whole bunch Saturday and Sunday, too, for local people. Gave out dots, too, when I saw people. Little little, little bonus, little, little dots for everybody. But if you guys can all do me a favor, if you can take a picture of yourself wearing the shirt... And uh, either send it to me or do a social media post and tag me or the podcast. I would appreciate it. Everybody's like, oh, fuck, the shirts are fantastic. It was like, yeah, they are. They're fine. Like, I'm not tooting my own horn. The shirt itself, the actual physical shirt, is a super nice, soft shirt. And then the design. Fuck, I cannot remember who made the design. 
But the design for the shirt is great too. So, um, but there you go. I may have a couple left over. They'll only be large or extra large though. So if you are interested in one, let me know. Get at me. If either a large or extra large would work for you. They're $20. And that, you know, that will include shipping and handling or whatever. I'm not trying to fucking rip people off and make a lot of money. I bought a, um, a Dan Levitard shirt. That guy, that sports uh, guy who's a podcaster now. I bought a shirt from him, his merch store. And fuck me, after shipping and tax and all this shit, it was almost 40 bucks. I was like, fuck, Dan. God damn it, motherfucker. So, uh, yeah, so get at me if you if you uh, would like either a large or extra large. And I'll try and help you out. Can't guarantee that I can. But I know I ordered extra. I ordered fucking extra. Because those two sizes are seemingly the most... Uh, sought after sizes and then probably the double x you can start going small but then it's like for chicks 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 dig the small shirts um but the, so then you got to look at it is this chicken wear a jar shirt when i gave someone a jar shirt yesterday she was saying her uh, her ex-boyfriend was there at the house and she said she got into a little bit of an argument with him about the shirt because you know he said apparently jarts are dangerous and she said well what the fuck are guns because that was kind of if you've ever seen me do the joke it does turn into like a gun control issue uh because they they banned jarts after one kid died and how many kids have died uh because of guns right get with the program everybody so that's how that's why I'm like, yeah, bring back charts then, right? If we still got guns, bring back charts, fuck, right? Someone's gonna die, they're gonna fucking die. Jarts is a fun game. Be smarter. When I got home from work today, I had two packages. And I cannot lie, everybody, I have been doing some uh drunk online shopping. And I had forgotten about both. <laughs> the first was the good one. Drunk Stew did good on this one. Drunk Stew ordered uh, two Bill's Mafia flags. So when I opened the package, I was like, oh, God, please be something good. And it was. Two very nice flags. I will fly during the season. Bill's Mafia for life. That's fantastic. The second one, I was like, what the fuck is this? And what I had purchased, I had forgotten I had purchased, I had purchased a mystery package through Facebook Marketplace. I paid, I think it was, ultimately it was like $5. I think it was like $3 for the thing and then, you know, 2 bucks for the shipping or whatever. So $5. I'm like, and it's a mystery package. You don't know what you're going to get. You get what you get. And that's what I got. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, let's see what it is. And I open it up. And it was weird. It came in a Ziploc bag. He mailed this in a Ziploc bag. Bag, a see-through Ziploc bag, and in the see-through Ziploc bag was a paper bag, the kind of paper bag that uh, if you went to the liquor store, they'll put your pint, the pint of Schmirnoff or, or fucking Wolfenschmidt vodka or whatever, they would put this in this brown paper bag for you to walk out of the store and, and drink in the fucking parking lot. So that was the bag. So I opened up this brown bag, and uh, I would have been happier if there had been Wolfenschmidt vodka. But instead, it was probably about uh, 15 pieces of candy. 
not not even like name brand candy. You know, all like a hard candy. It was all like the kind of candy that your grandma would keep in, in a candy dish at her house. The kind of shit that over the years has gotten dusty and it's melted to each other. So if you grab a piece, you're, you're actually grabbing the whole thing. And uh, so it wasn't like I was mad. It was more that I was disappointed in that it was just something so fucking just cheap and no thought went into it. The guy just went to like the fucking bulk candy section at whatever piece of shit store was nearby uh, and bought like 18 pounds for two bucks. And then he just ships this. He's got, you know... I don't know if he's getting rich. It all depends upon how many fucking drunk idiots like yours truly goes and purchase these things on Facebook Marketplace. But I happen to see people were giving it reviews and their reviews were all the same of like, ah, shit, it was just fucking candy. Although some people said they got like plastic army toy things or whatever in it as well, which I, I can't lie, I would have preferred over this fucking candy. So disappointing uh so the end lesson is uh don't get drunk and shop on facebook marketplace you'll walk away with lots of rag rats all the rag rats so don't don't buy any mystery packages don't you do it ah i went and i bought a 15 pack of this uh IPA. It's called Diabolical. It's from North Peak Brewing Company in Traverse City. And uh, I fucking love this shit. I don't know why. But I love it! So I bought a 15-pack yesterday from Meyer. So, uh, someone who did something who they shouldn't have done, and uh, you guys know I like the shit on fucking Republican politicians. Um, I'm gonna shit now on uh, the one, the only governor of Michigan, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who, I can't lie, I know a lot of people have shit on her about uh, all of her pandemic rules, and they feel like she's crushed Michigan businesses and everything else. I think, however, she needed to make decisions that have never been made before. There's been no precedent. The precedent has been like 100, 100 years ago. And whatever happened 100 years ago, you can't compare it to what's going on now with how people live and everything and how many more people there are and everything else. So with that being said, I think she's done a pretty good job and uh, better her than me. However, she got into a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a problem because she apparently uh, went to a restaurant uh at the Landshark Bar and Grill. Apparently it's in East Lansing. I've never heard of it. And they started putting all these tables together and there were roughly a dozen people there together uh, eating. And apparently all these people were vaccinated. But it's still the fucking rule, apparently, within restaurants that you can't fucking have these large gatherings, whether they're vaccinated or not. And so she ignored her own goddamn fucking rule. And uh, she has since revised it. She signed a revision for workplace safety order that immediately no longer requires six feet of separation between tables. 
And now she is saying that it was an honest mistake and that she has apologized for it. And I'm like, yeah, good good for fucking you. You fucking, you, you did something stupid and you apologized for it. However, uh, I don't believe that it was an honest mistake. I don't, you're, you're the one in fucking charge, lady. You're the one who's fucking determining these rules and regulations. You know the fucking rules. So if you say you can't fucking, tables have to be X amount of feet apart, Except for me, when I'm here, I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, fuck yourself. Uh, asked if the landmark should be fined. And if not, if she would lift fines on other businesses, the governor said uh, the Michigan Occupational Safety and Health Administration has specifically not gone forward and penalized businesses that are trying to do the right thing. It's those that have flouted and put people's safety at risk that are the most concerning. I don't know if I was a business and the governor came in and and was pushing tables together. I might be a little hesitant to tell her to not. Like, what are you doing, lady? What the fuck? She also came under criticism. I think we talked about this. About She went to go see her father in Florida. Her dad apparently is pretty old and maybe he's having some health issues. Um, So, I mean, there's that. Uh, and then apparently her husband back last year, last May, her husband tried to use her name, uh, to get a boat in the water for Memorial Day. And apparently he did it as like a joke. Like, Hey, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm the fucking, I'm the fucking husband of the governor. And whether he was joking or not, the optics on that are bad. It looks bad. So if word gets out like, hey, this fucking douchebag tried to pull the uh, the whole do you know who I am card, that shit never fucking works, everybody. If you really are somebody that people should know, you shouldn't have to say, do you know who I am? They fucking know who you are already. And if they do know who you are and they're still doing it, that means they don't give a fuck. And if they don't know who you are, you're shit. <laughs> right? Am I right? The only time I've ever pulled out the the whole do you know who I am card is when uh, a group of guys that I know uh, were getting into a kerfluffle with another group of dudes. The other group of dudes started it. But I grabbed the dude and we were kind of scuffling and I was I just said, do you know who the fuck I am? And he's like, you're the dude from Dr. Grins. And then it just, it uh, de-escalated the whole situation. It was very weird how that happened. But I wasn't going to let my buddy uh, fucking get his ass beat or even knocked around a little bit. So even if the guy had said, no, I don't know who the fuck you are, then I guess I would have had to headbutt him or some shit. I don't know. Now you know who the fuck I am. I'm the guy who headbutted you, you motherfucker. Weird. So just follow your own goddamn rules, Governor Whitmer. Governor Whitmer. I mean, I still like you. I'd probably vote for you again if you run again. And I still think she's a good-looking chick. She she could get it. She could get it. She wouldn't want it, but she could get it. You know, uh, here's a woman who did the right thing. She said she did the right thing. And um, I uh, I wouldn't have done the right thing. I would not have done the right thing in this instance. This happened in 
Fucking Massachusetts. These motherfuckers in Massachusetts. There's, uh, there's this fucking broad. Her name's Leah Rose. Fucking Leah Rose. She's a regular at this fucking stop called the Lucky Stop out there in Southwick. You know what I'm fucking talking about? Them goddamn Southies. She liked to play the scratches. She bought a fucking scratcher. And uh, she fucking, uh, she scratched it. And she's like, oh, this is a fucking loser. All my tickets are fucking losers. That's why I fucking play. But the fucking, uh, she, she gave it back to the fucking clerk and shit. And the clerk was like, oh, you fucking, you didn't scratch the whole thing, you motherfucker. And uh, the fucking Leah Rose, she won a million fucking bucks. Because the fucking, uh, the clerk dude. He was like, oh, this bitch is a fucking regular. And, uh, they fucking, uh, they, they, they gave it back to her. It was like, oh, fucking hey, they fucking gave it back to her. So the fucking chick went over there and said, oh, what the fuck, I fucking want some shit. Because it seemed as though the fucking dude was, he was going to fucking keep it, I think. He was going to fucking keep it. What he did is he, uh, he called his fucking, uh, they called the fucking grandparents back in India because, you know, everybody owns a goddamn liquor stores from India. That's how it fucking works here. So they called and they said, fuck, you dumb fuck. This ain't your fucking money. You fucking, is fucking, it's dirty money if you keep that shit. So fucking give it back, real motherfucker. So they fucking, they gave it back to the bitch. The store, though, they still get $10,000 being the store that sold a fucking million dollar lottery ticket so i mean they do get something it isn't like they get the dick the d so but i'd i'd take a million dollars over ten thousand dollars i'm not the brightest guy in the world i was never really good at math but i do know that one million is bigger than ten thousand right Oh, God, I don't even know. I mean, I don't play scratchers. I don't play the lottery tickets. So I wouldn't even know what the fuck to think if you know, about winning some shit like that. It's just goddamn amazing. Life-changing. It's life-changing. Won a million dollars. It's life-changing. Not in, in a completely extravagant way, but of like, oh, I, um, I can continue to live as I currently am and not have any stress in my life. If I won a million dollars... Yeah, I would. The stress would be gone. I'd continue to live like the fucking uh, low middle class guy that I am, and uh, you know, I just watch a lot of Netflix, and I would uh, read read a lot of books, and that'd be about it. I wouldn't fucking buy a brand new car. I wouldn't buy a brand new house. I wouldn't do any of that shit. Maybe I would take a trip somewhere. Buy an RV and fucking drive around the country for six months or some shit. I need to cut my hair, everybody. When I was doing that movie, that short film I was in, uh, I had like I had to keep my hair a certain length. And now that the the shooting is done, the filming is over, I asked the director, I'm like, can I cut my hair? And he was like, yes. And I was going to do it last night, but then everything got so goddamn hectic that I couldn't. So maybe later tonight I'll cut my hair. Maybe I'll just give myself a mohawk. How about that, everybody? I've never had a mohawk. Maybe I should. We got that to look forward to. 
Uh, can, talking about crazy money, this isn't someone who won a shit ton of money. This is someone who gave away of shit ton of money, uh, unknowingly giving away uh, a shit ton of money. But it's this guy. His name is Jeremy uh, Sturviant. And uh, back in May of 2019, he was 19 years old. He was working at a pizza joint down in Florida. And this guy ordered uh, some pizzas. He ordered two large pizzas. And the dude said, hey, uh, can I pay with Bitcoin? I will give you 10,000 Bitcoins for these two large pizzas. And that's uh, apparently at the time, 10,000 Bitcoins was worth only $41. So uh, Jeremy was like, all right, you weird motherfucker. Uh, he worked at Papa John's. Can you imagine paying $41 for two large Papa John pizzas? I couldn't imagine paying $10 right now for Papa John pizzas. But uh, so he did it and he took the coins. He had 10,000 Bitcoins. Uh, and if he had kept the 10,000 Bitcoins, it would have been worth $365 million if he had kept them. Wow. But he didn't keep them, everybody. Instead, he, he spent them on uh, travel. And so, like, I don't know how long he kept it for because clearly $41 is not going to get you too goddamn far. It'll get you, like, maybe two uh, Phillips of, of your car, gas, right? Back then, at least. Now it'd be, like, one, possibly. So, But apparently, uh, May 22nd is the annual... Bitcoin Pizza Day in commemoration of what happened and how both these guys are fucking idiots. Because, yeah, this guy, his name was a Laszlo Hanasek. He was 28. He's the guy who, who gave out the 10,000 Bitcoins. So if he had just kept them himself and paid, if he had just paid for the fucking pizza, he would have been fucking sitting pretty too. So these two fucking idiots have lost out on again on something that would have been life altering all because of goddamn Papa John pizzas. I cannot tell you the last time I had a Papa John pizza. Been forever. There and it's okay, but I never think about it. I don't ever think about it. Uh Jeremy said if I treated it as an investment, I might have held it on a bit longer. I would never have thought that the same number of Bitcoin would have a purchasing power on the order of real estate. Retrospectively, uh, Jeremy said, it's crazy to think of anyone having that much Bitcoin today. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't think anyone really could. You'd have to be clearly somebody, uh, you know, like Bezos or uh, who's the lunatic from Tesla? Elon Musk. You got to be one of those assholes to have that kind of much fucking money. All that shit... Um, I I'm, I'm, like, I'm clearly, I'm not knowledgeable about you know, investing in cryptocurrency. But it just seems like it can be so volatile. Like, it isn't always going up and up and up and up. This is odd. I got a story about cryptocurrency that I will share on the Patreon at some time. Because someone was trying to get me to invest in cryptocurrency. And I was like, hey, go fuck yourself. So, uh, all right, everybody, that's it. Sorry this podcast is short, but it was a long day for me. And I still got shit to do yet today. Crazy.
So, but thank you very much for subscribing to the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. You listen to it for some goddamn reason. I don't fucking know why. Maybe it's for the uh, cryptocurrency tips. Maybe I should start that. That, sh- that should be a segment. Cryptocurrency uh, tips with Stu McAllister. But, uh, hey, if you do enjoy this, consider subscribing to the Patreon. That could be your investment in a uh, in an artist, an entertainer who is struggling. That can be your investment. Five bucks a month. Same fucking shit. Just more. That's all it is. It's just more. Uh, if you guys can do a couple things for me, too, if you can like our Facebook page and our Twitter page, that would be nice. Please go vote on the Avengers thing. See if it's still up. It might be over by the time you hear this. But uh, if you could also do a couple things uh, on Facebook, go to Facebook and go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Small business woman. Speaking of small business, she's a small business woman doing her thing. She's making some crafts, baking some goods. Very, very handy in that kind of capacity. I do not have those skills. Although I do want to learn how to make some potato salad. So, but go, go to her page, hit the like button. Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Message her and uh, see what she's got for sale. Buy something from her. Then go check out the uh, Sunday Slaw. That's uh, Adam House and Stephanie Booms. The two of them, they get together and they eat coleslaw. Hence the Sunday Slaw. They film themselves and then they talk about uh, the slaw they just ate. And yesterday they had a, a slaw dog. Someone put coleslaw on top of a hot dog. And I, I don't think I've ever had that, but I've heard it's good. Everybody has raved about it. So go like their page if you could, the Sunday Slaw, and recommend some slaw to them if you live in the Detroit area. That's where they live. Then my main man, my boy, uh, John B. Midgley. He has a page. He's a magician. Not only is he a magician, he's also a vet tech and a paramedic. I don't know if you knew that or not. His fucking skills are immeasurable. But his page on Facebook is just about his magic. It's a Magic JBM, John B. Midgley. So go hit his like, like on his page. And then uh, he'll tell you about some shows and some uh, va- Facebook events and things of that nature. He's a very talented guy, so please go like his page if you could. Then then we got uh, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. I've never been to Forney. I don't know what it's like. It's a suburb of Dallas, so clearly it's got to be Redneck. But uh, they got, you know, the whole thing donut shop is a gourmet donut shop. Do rednecks like gourmet donuts? Probably. I'm sure they do. They treat themselves every now and then and get themselves some gourmet donuts. But uh, please go like their page, the whole thing donut shop, Forney, Texas. Hit like. And then if you ever go to Dallas, go check them out. Get a donut, give them a review. That's a positive thing. That's how you help them out. And the last but not least, my boy, my boy, Matt Harper. And uh, his partner in crime, Andy Lane, the two of them, they do a podcast called Another Episode Podcast. That's where they talk about movies that shaped their childhood. And they have guests on, too, to help them uh, sort things out. And they drop new episodes every Wednesday. This coming Wednesday, the comedy classic American Pie. It's going to be fantastic. I loved American Pie when it came out. And actually, American Pie, for those who don't know, a little bit of a trivia uh, is based on uh, the town here, East Grand Rapids. The guy who wrote it is from East Grand Rapids. And so uh, the hot dog joint is based on Yesterdog, and uh, some other things are just kind of based on landmarks in East Grand Rapids. So that's pretty cool. I don't know if you knew that or not, but now you know. 
Uh, so they drop new ones every Wednesday. He, Matt, is actually, he's going to be here on Thursday. He will be my guest on the Elemental Podcast because uh, he's going to come pick up his Jart shirt. He, he got a Jart shirt. He's going to pay it up, and then uh, he'll just be a part of the podcast. I said, come on, be a part of the free podcast. We get way more listeners on the free podcast than on the Patreon. Six. We get six listeners. So, fucking, I have a lot of influence. I feel like I am an Instagram model. And I should be holding up a can of Coors Banquet. Because I'm getting all that Coors Banquet money. So, uh, listen listen for that on Thursday. And then on Wednesday, go check out his uh, American Pie review. So, do those things for me if you could. Again, consider subscribing to my Patreon. And uh, that's about it, everybody. Uh, I love you all. Thank you very much. I will. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Patreon. We'll see you. Okay, bye.